love you with all my heart in Jesus' name. And I thank God for this blessed, beautiful Sunday. It is Valentine's Day. And today is February the 14th, Sunday at 6.21 a.m. Eastern Time. And I thank the Lord for blessing us with another day. And I thank God for blessing us with another morning to get our morning started in the early part of our day. And I just want to welcome any new sisters and brothers who are listening. For the very first time, I welcome you to the Christ family that the Lord has ordained for you to be a part of. And I thank the Lord for your family, your children, people who is close and dear to you. And it is an honor for me to be in the presence of the Lord with my sisters and brothers in Christ. And I just bless you and I thank the Lord for sending you here to receive his lesson today. And I thank God for welcoming you into the Christ family through me. So how do I welcome my sisters and brothers in Christ to the Christ family? I we wrap ourselves around one another by wrapping ourselves around ourselves. That is our way of hugging one another in a virtual, spiritual way. And I thank God. So let's do that, everyone. Let's welcome each and every one today, especially new listeners, because we want you to always keep coming. It's about being comfort is about feeling the love of Christ in this place and you will continue to come and listen to what the Lord will say. So I'm going to wrap myself around myself and everybody's going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that is my way and your sisters and brothers that have been listening and the ones who already haven't been listening is this is the way we love one another in the name of Jesus. This is the way God set it up. This is a place where your heart will get open for the Lord. This is a place where your life will change. Because the Lord says so. That's why. And you say, well, how do you know? Because the Lord has said it. When he has set this place up for anyone who wants to feel whole. Anyone who wants to be found in him. Anyone who wants to grow and be connected to the things of the Lord. This is the place where you will be redeemed, delivered. There's no judging here. It's all love. Judging is not accepted. God is our judger. And God is open to us. He opens himself to us at all times. And he welcomes us every single day being in Christ, the Christ family. And I just thank God for us being able to be open with Christ. And this is a place where you will learn how to use your voice in him you will learn how to allow God to be God so this is a place where you will feel comfort you will have understanding of who the Lord is you will be able to grow in the things of God because how he set this place up it is the waterfront spiritual altar podcast that the Lord has ordained so I thank God for each and every one of you today and I know I feel like I'm going in slow motion I, I thought I drank enough water for my my vocals to kind of open up more but this is what you get this is just sister in Christ so you know we're gonna just thank God for how he just will use us in any time and we got to be open to be reminded that it's not about coming and being perfect it's not about 
we are sisters and brothers in Christ and we're here for one another. It's about encouraging one another. It's about allowing God to use you that to the point of your life that you can show somebody else how to allow God to use them by them seeing your walk and your example of what God called you to do for him. It will it will lead them to doing what God called for him to do for them. So I just thank God for that of sharing in the name of Jesus. And I just thank the Lord for each and every one of you today. You guys are beautiful and blessed. We are queens and kings in Christ. And I think in Jesus' name that um, I might be able to seek you all over again. Because before I even got here, I've been studying with the Lord for like an hour. And sometimes when you read a lot and then you have to come out sometime and talk more and it's the early part of the morning, you get tired all over again if anybody understands what I'm talking about. That happens naturally because a lot of times when it's early, we get up early, we are energetic and then we begin to get settled and we begin to get in that comfort zone in the Lord, it relaxes us. Father God, I thank you for your life. I thank you for your uplifting. 
asking right now, God, because someone is in need of prayer. Father God, in Jesus' name, I pray that whatever the need is, God, that today they're being met, Father God. In Jesus' name, Lord, you say you supply all our needs. Lord, you say you meet us where we are. Father God, we must take you by your word and stand on that word of believing and trusting and having faith in you. Father God, we know some things been challenging today in our life. We know that there's a lot going on, Father God. But I thank you, Lord, that this place is a place where you speak the goodness of life, that you speak life into our spirit and soul, God. I thank you for ministering to us each and every day that we spend time with you, God. And Father God, in Jesus' name, we need to be filled up with your word today. Give us an overflow of your word, Father God. Anoint the top of our head to the sole of our feet. Father God, give deliverance when deliverance is needed. Give comfort when comfort is needed, God. Whatever is needed in people's situation in life today, I ask in the name of Jesus, O oh God, that you open up that door right now, God. And you ask, Father God, that if we, no, I'm sorry. I ask, O oh Father God, that we as a people, as sisters and brothers in Christ, learn how to pray for one another more, Father God. Because we all need prayer, Father God. Build us up to be prayer warriors, oh God, that we'll be able to learn how to praise our way through our own situation, Father God. In the name of Jesus, cover us in your holy blood. Father God, I thank you for this blessed prayer today that is opening up our hearts right now, preparing to receive exactly what we are going to receive from you, which is the word today, your wisdom, your understanding, your knowledge, oh God. So, Father God, we thank you right now in Jesus' merciful name. Amen. Hallelujah. I thank you, God, for that amazing prayer. I thank the Lord for us receiving that blessed prayer in him. In the name of Jesus, I thank him for new mercies today and the power of grace that is on our life. And I just thank God for you all so much. And I love you in the name of Jesus. And I just thank the Lord. So, I'm going to just speak the best and clearest I can possibly speak today. Obviously, my throat, my vocals, it doesn't want to clear too much for me. But the word of God will be clear today for my sisters and brothers in Christ. Remember, when you look in that mirror, you're looking at you. You got to believe that you are blessed and highly favored. You got to believe that your life is meaning. Your life has meaning, and you got to get in the path of righteousness with the Lord so the Lord can really take you down a path of His righteousness in the right way. In order to have a blessed life, you got to be following the Lord. You got to get in a place that you're on that path and that journey that's going to lead you and direct you His way. So, whatever the changes that are necessary to make in our life today, please do so. It is important for your soul, and it, it is important for you to be in a journey of positive things in Jesus' name. That is to encourage you, my sisters and brothers in Christ. So we're going to get started. We're going to have a wonderful, amazing time. So just prepare yourself. We're going to go through the, the word today. And um, for those who don't have a Bible, it is your, um, it is your place to have one. In the body of Christ, learning in the body.
but they just don't read that word. We know the word brings us life. We know that the word has to come alive in our spirit. We need the word. So, please don't feel ashamed that you don't have a Bible. It's nothing really to be ashamed of. But some people actually feel ashamed when they're not in a place and they feel like, well, everybody else is in a place with Christ and I'm not. No, that's why the Lord has blessed you with understanding. And today, each day we ask for godly wisdom. When we learn, we do better, right? When we don't know and we don't learn it, we don't know how important the Bible ever been. We just probably looked at it like it was just a regular book because we didn't understand who God was all the time. Some people learn from a baby on up who the word of God was. I didn't always understand the word of God. So I never felt like it had to be, I had to be ashamed. But I say that because some people literally do. And I'm here to tell you, my sisters and brothers in Christ, we end this together. We're in this and we are victorious in Christ together. So no sisters and brothers of mine will be left behind. And so that's why I'm preparing you on how you can receive the word of God daily in your life. So God says, listen, I will get you that Bible today. Yes, today, my sisters and brothers in Christ. And also, if you download the Anchors app, leave a P.O. box or address to where you would like for me to send it. I can get it off to you in a few days, meaning three days from now. But you can also download the Bible's app that you still going to need a hardcover Bible, King James Version, because you will need to highlight. Technology can go out. What happens if your phone stops working? And that's what you solely depend on. God don't put us in a place to depend on technology. He put us in a place to depend on his word. As long as you got the Bible. And I understand sometimes we be on the go and you, you know, maybe on your lunch break and you don't have your Bible. That's fine. But you still want to be able to have it. So that way you won't be without the word of God at no time. Because if the phone goes out, the computer stops working, guess what? The word of God won't ever stop working. In the name of Jesus. Wow, I received that so vividly. But yes, my sisters and brothers in Christ, we're in this together. We're a family. And family looks out for one another. So, until you get that Bible, you can take notes. And you can just always come up on here and listen to the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. 
Glory be to God. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God. Our God is awesome. Our God is amazing. Our God is good. Our God is merciful. Our God is just. Our God is giving. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to you, O God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Have your way in this place, O God. Have your way in every soul today. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. See, you just can go on prayer. That just took me into a worship. That just took me in giving God praises and thanks. Hallelujah. Amen. To God be the glory. I don't know what's happening to my voice. Tell you one thing, I'm not losing my praises. Amen. Yes, God. Thank you, Lord. And this is a place that we can give and glorify God. We can worship. We can praise the Lord. We can sing. We can speak. We can talk. This is the open place that we can be us. We can be us in Jesus' name. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to feel shy. Just allow God to be God and you will open up yourself to the Lord. It's about opening ourselves to God so we can be receiving the Lord in the name of Jesus. So God can come into our life and our life can change and our life can get greater in Jesus' name. But yes, how I just sent me into a praise with the Lord. Just had to give him thanks. And other some of you were already thanking God before you began to come on here. And when you hear one of your sisters or you hear your brother in Christ worshiping, you just step right in like no other. And some of you are already still praising God right now. You're still praising him and thanking him. And I thank God for your praises. And I thank God for your worship. So, yeah, so, but now, my sisters and brothers in Christ, who are without the word, the Bible, so you can still be getting the word. Yes, you will receive that in Jesus' name today. They got local churches that, local churches, wait, <laughs> local churches, what am I saying? Local churches that will be glad to bless you with the Bible. So, let's get started. Jesus again 
unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that follows, followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Verse 13. The Pharisees therefore said unto him, Thou bearest record of thyself. Thy report, oh, thy record is not true. Verse 14. Jesus answered and said unto them, Though I bear record on myself of myself, yet my record is true. For I know whence I came and whither I go. But ye cannot tell whence I come and whither I go. Verse 15. Ye judge after the flesh. I judge no man. Verse 16. And yet if I judge, my judgment is true. For I am not alone, but I am the Father that sent me. Verse 17. It is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. Verse 18. I am one that bear witness of myself, and the Father that sent me bear witness of me. Verse 19. Then said they unto him, Where is thy father? Jesus answered, Ye neither know me nor my father. If ye had known me, ye should have known my father also. And verse 20 says, These words spake Jesus in the treasury as he taught in the temple, and no man lay hand on him, for his hour was not yet come. Okay, let's kind of recap. Thank God for the opening and the understanding of that scripture. So let me go back to the understanding of the opening of the scripture. Because sometimes when things are being read to us, we might understand it a little bit to, to none. Sometimes we might get it. So I want to make sure the ones who may not understand it gets it right away in the name of Jesus. Okay. So Jesus was speaking in a part of the temple known as the treasury where candles burned to symbolize the power of fire that led the people of Israel through the wilderness. And this content, Jesus called himself the light of the world. The power of fire represented God's presence, protection, and guidance. Jesus brings God's presence, protection, and guidance. Is he the light of your world? You gotta ask yourself that. Is he the light of your world? And so you gotta ask what's going on in your life and what do you consider the light of your world? Will you consider Jesus or something else? But Jesus will bring you light like no other. No one can do it like Jesus. And what does it mean to follow Christ? As a soldier, follows his captain so we should follow Christ our commander as a slave follows his master so we should follow Christ as our Lord as we follow the advice of a trusted counselor so we should follow commands to us in the scripture as we follow the laws of our nation so we should follow the laws of the kingdom of heaven Amen. So that's the understanding really on that.
particular scripture, basically, um, in the beginning. Sometimes all you need is the understanding of the beginning. Well, basically, we're 12. It was talking about that. Coming from that, so you will know. And you can always go back and study a little more with God. With that scripture, you can go into the full chapter, if you like. And that's the thing. God opens us up with many of different lessons. So we can go back and spend some time with him. And we can talk about the different things that he's been showing us. Because in this journey, the lessons we're learning, when we are learning and growing, God is showing us things. He is teaching us things. We'll begin to see different things at different times. So we need to spend more time to when we spend time in prayer. We spend time just in quietness with the Lord. We're going to get so much more than what we would get in an hour or five minutes. That is not enough time, my sisters and brothers in Christ. So let's continue on, starting with the first open passage that the Lord has for us. And the start scripture for this passage will be Psalms 81 verse 10 it says for it was I the Lord your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt open your mouth wide and I will fill it with good things so the Lord it is him who rescued us from the land of Egypt even though the children of Israel was rescued from the land of Egypt we got to understand also God also, just like he rescued them from an e- from Egypt, he rescued us too from an Egypt. When our life was going out of control, when things wasn't great in our life, like it was for the book of, um, I mean not the book of, when the children of Israel was being enslaved. So we got to understand, God rescued us from Egypt. We might not be physically in Egypt, but our life was in Egypt too. And the Lord said, open your mouth wide, and I will fill the good things. You will open your mouth to the Lord. He will prepare your words. He will help you with your words. And he will put good things in your mouth to speak on his goodness. Okay. Throughout the Old Testament, we see that God had a very interesting relationship with the people of Israel. He was constantly rescuing them and taking care of them, but they had a tendency to forget about him and to wander from him. In this verse, we see God reminding his people of how he rescued them from Egypt. He miraculously delivered them from the hand of Peru and led them out of slavery. Yet after winding up in the wilderness, they began to complain about how good they had things while in Egypt. They forgot about what God had already done for them. And rather than trusting in God, they they chose to complain. We do the same thing. We tend to focus on our current circumstances and forget all that God has done for us. When we do that, it is easy to begin looking elsewhere for our mouths to be filled when we should be trusting in and waiting upon Heavenly Father, please forgive me for the times I have forgotten about all that you have done for me. 
please help me to trust in and wait upon you. Amen. And that is so true. Some of us complain in our lifetime. If we ain't a complainer no more, we all been down that road complaining. Or maybe people wasn't a complainer, but we all at some point complaining. So let's be real. <laughs> My sisters and brothers in Christ, yes, that's what we do. So that was about open wide about that whole passage. Open yourself wide to God so he can fill you with good things in your life. Amen. Thank you, Father, for that. Thank you, Lord. Okay. So the next passage says, Unless I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelation, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches and necessities and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Amen. Yes. That's from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 to 10. Okay. Thank you, Father, for that. So here's a, another passage someone sharing their story. My mom died of cancer when I was still in college. She was diagnosed with a brain tumor in the spring and was gone before Christmas. My dad was devastated and in his grief withdrew from the world. He could not be there for us kids to lean on emotionally. It was a very difficult time in my life. What got me through was the support I received at the church in my college town and what was probably the loneliest time in my life. I was nevertheless surrounded by love. Various members of the congregation invited me over for home-cooked meals or pizza and movie nights. These folks encouraged me that God was still there and through their loving actions, I experienced God's grace. God is with us even when we feel alone. from 1 Chronicles chapter 16 verse 15 and it says 
Be he mindful always of his covenant, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations. Amen. Be mindful of the covenant we share with the Lord. Respect it and make sure that you follow it. <clears throat> okay? God said those few words after First Chronicles, verse 16. No, verse 15, coming from chapter 16. Okay? May you know that a wisdom and a love transcend the, the things you will see and touch today. Walk this light each step of the way. Never forget that there is more to this existence than the material side of things. And be blessed when you suddenly become aware of it. In the smile of a child, in a recognition of your own soul's existence, in the dread of death, and in the longing for immortality. Bless the Lord, the angels. Bless the Lord, his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. That came from Psalm 103, verse 20. And it says, God, I couldn't help noticing all the loveliness you place in the world today. This morning I saw a sunrise that made my heart beat faster. I watched a father gently help his child across a busy parking lot. His tenderness was much like yours. I spied an elderly couple sitting on a bench. As the man told jokes, their laughter lifted my spirits. Later, I talked with a friend who aids needy families. Her compassion inspired me. Thank you, Lord, for everything that is beautiful and good in this world. out to you the most important for you to understand. But if you really want to 
serve. So let's go to some understanding, y'all. Shall we? Okay. God leadership is grounded in righteousness. And righteousness is its own reward. Sometimes it might feel like your leadership skills will be better compensated in another venue. But you must trust that the Lord will honor your work and sacrifice. You got to believe that God sees you for who you are. You got to believe that God will be there for you. You got to believe that what you are doing for Christ, God sees it. And God is happy with that. You got to have that confidence. Okay. A leader needs to pay attention to the things they say because their words are an indicator of their spiritual condition. A good leader, a good leader's words will bring light and life. When I speak to my sisters and brothers in Christ on here and everywhere I go, I use my words very wisely. I use loving words, kind words in the name of Jesus so that people will get some light from me. They will be able to get some light and I can speak life into the spirit. You can be able to speak goodness in a person's heart. So you got to be able to understand that how your conditions definitely people will know you by the fruit of your spirit. Amen. Okay. You cannot underestimate the power of leadership. The church needs guidance too. Without strong leadership, a church cannot stand. But as the number of legitimate and godly advisors grows, the stronger you get. Amen. Yes. The stronger you become, the more powerful you become, the more responsibilities you will have. But the church is us. That's why I say the church, we will be able, we have to have good leadership in our lives to learn how to grow. And if we want to become leaders in Christ, we definitely got to have leadership in our life as well to teach us, for us to watch. And I thank God for pastors and evangelisms and bishops and ministers and, you know, deacons and whoever it is in leadership that's for the body of Christ. This is about the body of Christ leadership. Yes, God wants you to understand it because he wants us to be leaders. He wants us to do it right in Him. He don't want us to be all over the place. There's plenty of leaders in this world today, but there are less leaders in Christ. Isn't that something? So God needs more leaders in Him so we can lead others into Christ. Leading is about helping others get into a place with Christ as God has used someone to lead us get in Christ. Leading requires integrity. If you want your leadership to have deep roots that will eventually lead to healthy fruit, you need to weed out compromise and shortcuts. Leaders are continually improving in their life. You're going to always keep improving because in your leadership, you're going to want to lead the right way. You don't want to stir. You know, if you're not a good leader, you can stare lost soul down the wrong path and we never good leaders are always improving more and more because the more they spend time with God the more they're able to lead you to the word of God the more 
more they're able to lead the word of God to your heart, the more they're able to lead you to Christ because of your leadership in Christ. Amen. So you want, you gotta, you can't make them promises all the time. You know, you gotta be able to take out shortcuts and promises. You don't need to promise your leadership. You just have to be a great, a great godly leader in Christ. And you will not go wrong. You will not crumble down when you're doing it for the Lord. Amen. Okay. So, do you want to increase your influence? Invest in your abilities. The more skilled, the more skilled a leader is, the more they'll find themselves in demand. Leaders never stop growing. That means putting yourself in positions that challenge and stretch you as well as also seeking the wisdom of other leaders. Yes, you must be able and be willing to pay attention and to learn from others. That's what makes you a great leader. And you're always going to grow. And you're never going to stop growing. And you're going to be a great leader, an awesome leader, an excellent leader. You, yes, can be a leader. Me, I'm a leader. I leave souls to Christ because I do it God's way. I listen to what God is saying and I'm obedient to his word. And so it's about God for me. What leader are you talking about? Are you talking about leading for the body of Christ? just being a regular leader we're talking about godly leadership today so remember if you want to be a leader in Christ you got to get in a place with God first you got to be able to spend that time with the Lord not just a little bit of time but divine time hours of time sometimes with God one hour leads to two and many more amen because one hour is not enough for me and I know the more you're learning in Christ, when this is your walk and you've changed your life and you handed your life over to Christ and it's no longer about you and your your wants and your needs, it's all about God. When you're giving God your whole heart, now you're following Christ and he's leading you to understanding leadership. Okay. Also, discipline because they know that their connection to God is where they derive their stamina, strength, stand power, and insight. Without that connection to God, you're not leading, you're simply administrating. Amen. So if you're not doing none of that with the Lord, you're just administrating His Word. You mean you're just giving His Word. You're not leading anything. You're just giving the Word of God. If you want to be a great leader, you must humble yourself. Christian leadership isn't about standing above everyone. It is about serving them. To be a good leader, you need to be quick to follow the example of Christ leading others towards humility and servantness. Yes, servanthood. Amen. 
So I just thank the Lord because a lot of us say that we're leaders in Christ and all, but this was something so God showed us so we can evaluate ourselves and make sure that our actions, if we are leaders in Christ, everyone is not leaders in Christ, but God said we can all be leaders in Him if we choose to be. But the only thing about being a leader, leader, a leader in Christ, is that we got to do it His way. If you stop trying to do it your way and learn the way of the Lord, then yes, you will be successful in great leadership. And I just thank God for giving that to us. So we're going to go, well, I'm going to give you some scriptures today so you can take this lesson today, God said, come to me with with the scripture today. So instead of me reading the scriptures today, God had wanted me to speak and give the insights for the notes. Now, our place, what we got to do is take some of these scriptures to get more insight about what he said in the word. Yes. So, I'm going to give you a few of them and take the time. And I'm going to take the time to go in myself because I want to see what he's saying through the word about leaderships and, you know, um, he talks about things in the word. So, I just thank him for the uplifting and, you know, I got to get ready to take my daughter to work soon so the Lord understood what I was able to come and do in today because he woke me up on time before what he needed the time to be set for. And the day the time was set for um, was exactly what he said because if it was supposed to be any other way, guess what, God? I will be giving it the way God said giving it, right? And God told me to come up today and give insights, bless each and every sister and brother um, on here and to share the word uplift the spirits today and we got the uplifting we needed in today so let me give you the scriptures my sisters and brothers in Christ yes today he wanted us to just understand leadership because he's going to happen as a leader so when he teaches that this when we learn it so we will do it right in him don't you want to be a leader in the body of Christ to lead other souls to the body of Christ to serve in Jesus' name? It is about serving, and I love serving the Lord. I love serving others for Christ. I love it with my soul. So it is natural for me to be a leader in Christ. It is natural because it's already in me, and I love to be able to serve others with my soul and heart and spirit mind body and soul yes so I thank God for the position and place that he has me the work that he has for me to do and I thank God for the work he also will have for you to do in your journey in your walk remember everybody is gifted with different things we all have different directions but it's all from one accord that is the body of Christ. You got your gift and I got mine. God got your assignment and he got mine. So I just thank the Lord for each and every one of our assignments. Remember, we don't need an assignment from Satan. But we blessed to have an assignment from the Lord. Okay, so these scriptures are Psalms 32 verse 8. 
Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23, Proverbs chapter 16 verse 12, Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10, Luke chapter 12 verse 48, and is there one more thing, Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3, and Matthew 20 26. So I just thank the Lord for blessing us with those scriptures that we are able to turn to and give us some more insight about leadership. And I just thank God as we're about to close out that we're never closing out from him. Amen, my sisters and brothers in Christ. I had an awesome time this morning. Even with my vocals not really cooperating, but I thank God for the word today. I thank God for spending time with you all today. My blessed, beautiful sisters and brothers in Christ. I always got to say some uplifting things for our hearts and our spirits because we need that. If somebody might be in the lowest form here. So at all times, I got to bless you with beautiful words so you can be uplifted in the anointing of the Lord. I have to speak those things into my sisters and my brothers into your hearts. Yes, that's what I'm here for. That's why God wonderfully set me up to do this leadership in Christ for him. Because you know, he blessed me. He anointed me to be able to be in such a place. He given me the gift of love to be able to spread it. Not just for those who don't need such thing we don't need love some people feel that way but we all need love so let's just go out with prayer my sisters and brothers in Christ Heavenly Father I thank you for the word today the understanding your godly wisdom today God I thank you Father God for teaching us on how to be able to be godly leaders Father God we needed to understand it so with direction you take us with Lord we will be on the right direction and path with leadership. I thank God for everyone you uplifted today, God, with your word, your touch, your anointing power. As we continue our day, oh God, fill us up more with your spirit, God. Give us a refreshing in our mind. Renew our spirit. Renew our mind and heart, Lord. Purify us in the name and blood of Jesus right now, God. Fill us up till we overflow. In the name of Jesus, God, as we go through this day, I ask in Jesus' name, God, that we share your teaching today with someone, God, that it will influence their mind, influence their hearts, God, that they will be able to open up to you in the name of Jesus like never before. Continue to bless everyone's family on here, God. Continue to open that door that is needed. Continue to answer those prayers, oh God. Continue, oh God, to show us how to seek in your kingdom, how to spend more time with you, God, through the word. So I thank you for each and every lesson you give us because the lessons you give us, oh Father God, it takes time to understand them. And Lord, you set it up where we can spend time with you and go through the lessons with you one-on-one. You made sure, God, that we can come together as a whole, as a family, to learn together, 
so we can understand how to be in our walk individually, God. So, Father God, I thank you for touching each and every one of my sisters and brothers in Christ on here and around the world today. Father God, continue to order our steps. I thank you for your new mercy today and the power of grace that is over our life. Let us continue to give you all the glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' merciful name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, my sisters and brothers in Christ, I thank God for your heart and soul for being drawn to the word of God. And I thank God for filling you up today. I am full. I had so much fun. I have fun every time embracing God together with you guys. But the most fun I have is being in the very presence of the Lord, doing his will the way he said do his will. So continue to believe that you are leading him. Open yourself up so God can be God in your life. This has been your sister heavenly, and it has been my joy, my pleasure to be blessed in the word of God and to bless you with the word of God today. May you all have a prosperous and blessed day in Jesus' name. God bless you all.